0: Welcome everybody again to the HardwoodTexas.com podcast, Pounder Rock podcast with Brian Blackburn. Uh, I'm here with uh, 35-year head coach Doug Gallion from Santo High School. Over 600 wins, 10 district titles, 5 regional tournament appearances. I know he'll have a lot of great things to say. Uh, Our first podcast here, we want to talk briefly about uh, just his coaching uh, tree and his coaching experience. So Coach Gallion, thanks again for uh, being with us today.
1: It's my
0: pleasure. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, uh, first off, uh, I mentioned a second ago to you that uh, you don't really have a coaching tree. You have a coaching rainforest, and so I, I thought that was uh, amazing how many head coaches, basketball coaches, football coaches you've, you've kind of had go through your, you know, your tenure as a coach. Uh, just talk a little bit about those guys. Maybe talk about your coaching style and uh, maybe how you drew players in to, to, to gain a relationship with them.
1: You know, coaches, it's, it's just been uh, basketball's been great to me. I, I became a coach because of Coach Billy Arnold came to Castleberry High School the spring of my sophomore year, and and he changed my life. He saw things in me that uh, that I didn't know about and and drew them out. And uh, because of of his influence and and his mentoring, um, I, he asked me actually after I graduated my senior year if I'd help work his basketball camp, and I did. And, and the moment that we started, I knew then what I wanted to do, that I was, I was made to be a coach. And so his impact has been tremendous. Um, it, it really, the number of guys that have gone into coaching, maybe it's just the you know where we were and, and what we did because there's nothing intentional about it. But, boy, there's been some great young men that have that been very successful coaching. That I was fortunate enough to be able to be their
0: coach, right? Well, it does say something about the relationships that you uh, you drew with your players, and I, you know, I'm just guessing, just just knowing you a, a little bit, the fact that you, you know, treat every player with respect. Uh, do you go out of your way maybe to make those guys at the end of the bench or maybe the guys that aren't as talented feel special you know what are some some tricks that you can kind of teach us young coaches how you how you build those relationships
1: well it's all about relationships and i think a lot of times as as young coaches we spend way too much time worrying about uh, x's and o's and, and do way too much in that area and it's really much better to simplify to be, as Coach Meyer says, sound solid and simple, mm-hmm. and um, but then fo- focus on the relationships because you know that old saying is they don't know they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care is really true, and uh, the the life lessons that you can teach comes about through uh, relationships because then you can be really truthful and and honest and and make progress once once a relationship is established.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great point. You, you know. We can't demand from our players anything really until they know that we care about them, you know. Because that's what, exactly right. They're gonna think they're gonna think we're out to get them if if we're not if we're not in it for them, uh, they're gonna think that you know oh coach coach hates me coach doesn't like me and I I think maybe we see that more uh, at the big school level. You know, some of the big schools that I've been at, we see that more because maybe at a small school you're coaching three sports, you see these guys. On the field, you see him on the track, you see him in the gym. And so that relationship maybe comes a little bit more natural uh, at, at, a small, at a small school. And something that you said uh, just a second ago about you know sound solid and simple from Coach Meyer, and we'll get into Coach Meyer a little bit more in a little bit, but I heard, I heard a quote from uh, Jeff Van Gundy uh, earlier this week that said, uh, high school coaches would be twice as good if they get rid of uh, half their playbook. And uh,
1: <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, that, that's awesome, and and I think really, really true because we 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 really stay mortified that we're not going to have enough stuff to, you know, that at some point in the game we need three more plays or something, <laughs> and, and really we just got to teach our kids how to play. But yeah, the trust factor is so big in this day and time. I think because uh, there, there's a lot of um, in, in a lot of cases young people are used to being taken advantage of for the benefit of someone else and so uh, once they know you care about them genuinely then man they will they'll run through a wall for you
0: yeah that is that is so huge and obviously with the success that you've had uh, you've been able to build those relationships and and not just build them but You know something that I think is great about your career and what you've done is you've sustained those relationships. It's not just you're playing for me for four years and then I never hear from you again. You're a guy who gets you know you're getting graduation invitations, you're getting wedding invitations, and you have guys that you've uh, coached that you've coached against, and and I think uh, you know you've just done a great job of that. I wanna I wanna emulate that. So uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about maybe. After after a guy graduates, what are some of the things that maybe you've done, or some of the things that that have gone into your career that after a guy graduates, you've been able to keep those those bonds?
1: Well, you know, one one thing I think that's that's helped is, is in a lot of cases I've kind of made a practice of coming into places that had been losing, and and we were able to change change the habits and change the way they looked at it at about things. And, and so we were, we were able to, to win some games. And so then those guys felt better about themselves. And so they associated, you know, basketball and the things that we did with feeling better about themselves. And it, it's just kind of a cycle and uh, social media makes it a lot easier with Twitter and, and, uh, texting and all that kind of stuff that it's a lot easier to keep up with uh with people now than it was when you had to use a you know toll-free number or, <laughs> or make a long distance phone call or, or mail a letter actually so yeah i don't know we've been lucky because uh i've had co- you know kids that, that play for us that went into coaching call me up and just ask hey coach we're gonna this um, this team is gonna box and want us what you know I can't remember what we do, what would you do, and, and so just seeking advice, and again, fortunate that, uh, that we had established some bonds and relationships, and those continue to this day, and they're, I uh, 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 really value them.
0: Yeah, that's, that's outstanding, so, you know, as coaches, one thing I, I think I hear you're saying is, we really don't have an excuse not to reach out to our players after they're done playing for us, it's so much easier than, than what it used to be, and uh, I think one thing that, that uh my guys because i have so many that that play football they kind of value is the end of the end of summer letter you know i I write every player that uh, plays summer basketball i write them a letter just thanking them wishing them good luck because i know once the season starts it's huge and uh you know that's i think that's something that the players value and i had a guy graduate uh two years ago uh or three years ago now, so my first year at WALL, and he kept that letter from the summer. And he was the eighth guy off the bench. And, you know, at, those are the little things that I think we kind of gain energy from. You know, we never lose our purpose when you just have one good thing. You may have ten parent problems, but you get that one good thing, and it kind of drives you for another six months. <laughs> and uh, Yeah,
1: isn't that the truth? Uh, that's a great idea, the the, the letter, because it well, – they. A handwritten note or a letter to them that just means so much, and they know that you're thinking about them and value them as a person, and not just uh, the number of points they can score, but just them. And uh, you got you know you've got an ally for life there.
0: For sure. Uh, well, hey, real quick before we get into Coach Meyer, can you can you kind of tell us your your philosophy, of offense, defense, and then also uh, what a great uh santo boys basketball practice is going to look like and i I think those are things that any coach can can gain some some wisdom from
1: well our offensively we're gonna we're gonna run motion offense Mm -hmm. uh really very few to no sets and i'm not saying this anything's right or wrong because there's a lot of ways to play i know um you were at marcus and and danny henderson's a good friend of mine Man, he called a thousand sets and does a great job of it. We just don't play that way. We're going to teach them how to play, and we're going to screen, cut, pass, share the ball, uh, be very team oriented. Uh, but yet, uh, part of being a team is is understanding your strength. And so, our best players are going to get the most shots. Right. And um, and everybody has to understand that. And and if I'm not one of the best shooters, if I can help get those best shooters open, then I got a chance to play more. For sure, guard, then I got a chance to play more. So everybody has a role, and, and just uh, convince them that all roles are important and being an all-star at your role, then you got a chance to be pretty good. So we are going to be motion offense and teach, you know, how to read, be conceptual. Um, transition offense is, is big. We want to try to get out and race and uh, beat you down the floor and get some easy baskets. Um, the better the opponent, the harder that is to do. But still, if you can still – an easy uh, couple of points, four points, six points, get a foul, whatever. Um, It can make a big difference. And then defensively, we want to try to disrupt you. I've been man-to-man most all my career. The last couple of years at Lingleville, um, they were very zone oriented and and had a difficult time grasping man concepts, but we instituted them gradually, but played a lot of zone. And I've kind of I've I've enjoyed that because I found that uh, a lot of coaches have a whole lot less to run against zone. Right. Than, man, if you can if you can stop a couple of their favorite things, then they really have not much else to fall back on. So anyway, it can be man or zone. Doesn't have to there's not a magic formula, but we want to be disruptive and not let just sit back and let you run your offense. We want to try to to disrupt what you like to do.
0: Great. Well. I I uh, I know I, my friend Kate Eckert is going to appreciate you saying that the zone the zone was pretty good. He uh, oh yeah he did a great <laughs> job. That he set up pretty well. <laughs> well, uh, and you ask about a
1: practice a tip of yeah. practice. Um, what I've what I've found in the last few years is if, if you can have three or four pillars that you believe in, and, and that's ours is to race or run. Uh, mm-hmm. to To read once we get there and and read your defense and make you wrong and to disrupt with ours. So those three pillars, we try to build everything around. And I've gotten rid of a lot of fluff uh, drills and things that you really have to look at to to see where it fits in and why you do it. Sometimes we just do it because that's what we did, you know, when right. we played. And, and so we think you have to do whatever uh, – drill but make sure that it fits one of your pillars if sure. it doesn't get rid of it and so you can be a lot more intentional about teaching those things that you think are important how you as a coach you have to have a vision of how you want your team to play how you how, how the game looks to you right and then you build everything toward that end and so i think the best coaches have uh you know they have that best vision at the beginning and and they're intentional about how they build their team um, towards a point that uh, they find useful and beneficial.
0: That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. Now, just two more questions, and then we'll get into Coach Meyer. The first one: uh, What lens do you see the game from? Are you a defensive-minded or offensive-minded coach? So, when you watch the game, are you, you know, is your lens more geared towards defense or offense? Defense. Defense. yeah Yeah,
1: to a fault probably i mean we need to be pretty balanced and uh but i mean i've been really forced to uh, i've gotten this i've gotten to sit down with coach knight and and talk motion offense i've got to sit down with coach Meyer and talk motion offense yeah Um, i i i I understand you know i I like offense but i think in we my wife and i had we've had we have four children um I've got a twelve-year-old now. The other three are grown and out of the house. But we chose to stay at smaller schools because we felt like that was the best place to raise our kids, and it gave our kids a chance to, you know, play whatever they wanted to do. Sure, that was good for us. But but yet because of that, you're sharing athletes, and so there's not a lot of specialization. So offense um, takes more time. Yeah, and so to be re- you know, to be really good at putting the ball in the basket, you you need some kids that. That have spent some time in there. Um, Defensively, I felt like you could make up some ground just by heart, by effort, by positioning.
0: Absolutely, that's
1: why I say I'm more defensive oriented.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm the same way, coach. And I know I know I spend probably four times as much time on offense as I do on defense. Even though I'm, yeah,
1: that's
0: right. You know, even though I'm a defensive-minded guy, we spend probably four four times as much time on on offense, which is great because. You know, it forces me to, to really see the game that way in practice, and then during the games, I'm you know I'm all into the defense, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, last thing, what what can what advice can you give us as regarding uh, player development at the junior high level? You know, being at a small school, you might have more access. So, what's something maybe at the junior high level that we can take away to uh, to put in our programs?
1: Keep it simple um Eric very fundamental uh, Mm. almost like I mean we're going to spend and you don't have a lot of time sometimes in some settings you may not have over an hour right we have an hour 15 minutes hour and a half but but we're going to probably spend 30 minutes every day just on fundamentals
0: Absolutely right
1: and 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 the little time on you know in a team kind of setting sure but um 'Cause we've got to develop the fundamentals for and be able to to execute and, and actually play the game and have any fun at it.
0: So, yeah. I I I uh, I told my, my junior high coaches when I first got here and our assistant coaches that our junior high practices are gonna look more like basketball camp than they're gonna look, like, exactly
1: right. look like they're gonna look like a, a practice exactly. and so that's that's my focus too. I agree with you fully and and you know you can't shoot too much. I mean, we work on shooting form and and staying in close. Because if you just if you let them turn them loose, they're going to be outside the three point line just throwing. Them <laughs> up, you know. So,
0: yeah. So. Yes, sir. Well, hey, coach. Thanks again for uh, for talking to me about this topic. Uh, we'll uh, we'll take a break here and then we'll uh, pick up with Coach Meyer and uh, some of the things that we can gain from from his his knowledge. So thank you, coach, for your time. I appreciate it.
1: No problem. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to it. Thank
0: yes, you, sir.